You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. My name is Michelle Davis, and I'm your host. And just a reminder, New episodes of the Boss Experience podcast return in January 2023. So I am sharing a bonus episode with you today of an interview from the Troy Show with Troy Hippolito. And I'm sharing it in three parts because it's a rather long interview. And in this episode, we're talking about selling versus relationships and some things you want to consider when packaging and pricing your coaching, consulting, or other professional services. I hope you enjoy the episode. Selling versus relationship. Another major issue is you you think you sell it, you think you're selling products and services. That's not not the case. You, you remember I gave you the example like I thought my role was to just post what I sell. And I see this all the time whether it's real estate agents, you know, yeah. everyone they just post what they're selling and You have to keep in mind that people are not always in the market for what you're selling. And that is why you want to focus on the relationships with people, build relationships, stop trying to, you know, hop in people's DMs and sell them stuff. They're they're not. You want to plant plant an idea of who you are and why you are for the long term. Correct. So when it comes up, they naturally gravitate towards you. So you have this long timeline. Mm-hmm. of whatever, say a year, two years, whatever it is. And the chance of them actually needing your services is pretty low, but the chance of them taking their services on the exact time when you DM him is even lower and it's right. extremely annoying, right? And that's why it's so important to have you know clear messaging, thinking about your target audience, speak about their pain points mm-hmm. and deliver value and they'll, they'll remember you. The other thing I want to say um, in regards to selling versus relationship is, you know, when we're thinking about, you know, our services, we just think of it in terms of products and we need to be developing offers because Mm -hmm. anyone can sell a product or a service. You have product, then you have an offer. Uh, What's the difference? When you think about a product or a service, like everything that we do, millions of other people do it, right? Mm -hmm. So that, so we're not selling anything unique. What makes us unique is our offer and what we have to bring to the table, how we deliver that service. Remember earlier and you know, I was talking about my programs and I, I like to have that implementation period with my clients. I don't want to build out a six-month program or, or help someone build out a three-month program, six-month program, 12-month program and say, okay, good luck with implementing it. Yeah, give them a high five. No, <laughs> right. So I want, to make, I want to help them create an offer because we're not just selling products and services. We're selling you know, transformations. But in terms of the selling versus relationship, when you create your programs, you want to make sure you're creating offers and not just like having this individual product and you want to showcase your offer and you want to make sure you're building relationships. And then I want to mention pricing. Mm. So pricing, a, lot of, a lot of us have the wrong pricing. Yes. So tell us the right <laughs> pricing. The right pricing really depends on what you're offering. And so a lot of what you are going to do is sit down and think about what value am I delivering this person? What what am I offering them? You know, what what value will they get in the end? And that determines pricing. 
everybody wants high value programs, right? Everybody wants to charge these high ticket prices, but you have to make sure you're delivering enough value in your offer. I will tell you something where I made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was listening to uh, advice and and it works for some people and, and certain advice doesn't work for others, other programs, right? So it's not necessarily bad advice. It's just it doesn't doesn't work within my world, right? And so I had a um a my pilot program. I had it for three fifty a month, one meeting a month, this and that. And it looks great for like some email resolution coaching, not for LinkedIn coaching because mm-hmm. it's 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 a different type of involvement. And I was getting all these people, and they would quit. Uh, about twenty five percent of them would quit after a month or two. Um, because they just wouldn't do the work. And I realized I was pricing it wrong because the val- they didn't see the value and they're the wrong type of type of client. And I said, okay, well, why don't I just charge like 1800 because someone else is charging 5000 for a 12-week program. I said, that seems to be more appropriate. And it's not once a month, it's, it's six weeks. It's a, little, it's a lot more condensed. And if you're paying a couple thousand dollars for a program, you're just not going to say, eh, I don't feel like doing it. You invested the money to do it. And so you're bringing in the uh, the people that are actually going to do what they need to do in order to get it done. Unless you just got like money like that and you just, you know, yeah, you know. Yeah. so I think that is one major issue. I was not charging it. And that's like $1,800 is still not a lot, but I think it's good for introductory and to get their attention for a, a amount of time. And there's a couple of things that can determine pricing. I mean, you you look at your offer and don't be afraid to maybe not uh, come out the gate, especially with a new program. You may want to have a beta run of your program, tweak Mm -hmm. it, you know, work with some clients, get their feedback so that you can better improve your program because you don't know how well your clients are going to receive your program. You don't know the Mm -hmm. end result until you actually deliver it. And well, you can get some indicators. You can get some indicators. uh, Like I have a lot of clients that have some similar work. And so I kind of know what works better in general, you know, in certain areas. Right. Um, But for new people, they don't know, they don't have that knowledge yet. So if you're developing mm -hmm. your first high value Um, program, you're not going to know what works yet. Yeah. I had some feedback that says, why is it pilot program? Are you going to teach me how to fly? I said, yeah, this is the wrong customer for this one. Well, yeah. And and you don't, you know, the messaging, again, the messaging now, you know, it's a beta program, but you don't need to necessarily share with your clients. It's a, you know, that you're yeah. doing a beta program. And so let's say maybe initial, maybe your in game is to charge five grand for that program. Yeah. So maybe the first run you, you maybe charge, you know, two grand, yeah. three grand and work out the kinks first in your program, because your clients are going to tell you, you know what, I really wish that I had this mm. element in this program, mm. or I don't think we had enough of this. And it's up to you to decide what, you know, what feedback you're going to mm. imp- incorporate into your Yeah. Cause you can't do everything. You, to... you can't do everything. Correct. You have to figure out what is the, the, the core needs in order for um, that particular type of client to be most successful. Yeah. And a lot has, of times. Has maybe... to have and like, like to have. Right. And yeah. a lot of times you're, the transformation or what you're expecting from your clients, maybe you didn't allow enough time for it, or maybe mm-hmm. you need to dial it back a little bit mm-hmm. and think of an interim point, you know, that you can achieve with the client in the, you know, the, the period of time of your program. So you have to think of, there's a lot that goes into pricing. So mm-hmm. you really have to kind of sit and think about what is it you're offering? 
you know, it can't just be, oh, I'm going to, I want two grand. So that's what I'm going to chart. You have to look at the value of your offer. You have to look at, you know, what are you actually helping them do? And, you know, there's, there's other factors as well. You You brought up an interesting point that um, a lot of people may not be able to do what you're asking. Maybe what you are asking is simple to you, but extremely complicated because it's a brand new thing to them. You know, if having developing a coaching program or a consulting program, maybe there's this gap in knowledge that you need to fill that with information. You need to make sure you cover that. Why aren't they getting the results that you want them to get? Sometimes you're, you're requiring people to like, connect dots that they're just not used to thinking that way, you know, right. That, that comes up to like, well, is this the right client for that type of program? You know, uh, because I tend to want to work with people that will um, challenge me, you Mm -hmm. know, and and, and push back, but also implement. And I find the people who actually implement what you're asking, they're, they're a little more on the rare side. Because uh, some people just want stuff done, <laughs> they don't want, but they don't right. want to pay for it. That's a done for you service. That's different than the than a, I would teach you how to do it and then then help you do it. You know. Yeah, you have that group too. So you have to know what the needs are, and and this kind of goes back to you know mm. your offer, creating that offer. Not every you know, am I creating done for you versus you know something else like group coaching or. There's all different ways to to deliver results to your clients. You have to figure just figure out what is it that you want to do. Right. So um, and that's why I said there's so many different factors. Like and and so generic advice doesn't work for you know how you need to price your program. You need to sit down. You need to look at your program. You need to look at your you know how you're delivering results. So let's, let's talk about like you know strategy. So your strategy is really being intentional about what you're doing in your business. It's not like working on a fly. So whether it's marketing, whether it's, you know, program development, whatever it is, you have to have a strategy. And so specifically around, you know, goal setting and planning. So when I first, you know, started my business and despite all of my education and knowledge, I have a master's degree and you you could easily think, you know, everything, you know, when you, (laughs) you ever met the overly educated. So, you know, I actually, when, you know, making the transition, I had a lot of knowledge in terms of I'm the expert of what, of the program I want to develop and create, but in terms of putting it together, not so much. I need to plan out what I need to do and I need to set goals for myself. And 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 the only way you can accomplish your goals is if you actually set them. If you don't set goals, you don't establish them, you know, what is it that you're expecting to get? So the same is the case for marketing, you know? What are your goals when you go on the platform? You know, what is your goal if you're coming on to point. LinkedIn? You know, um, I, I think yeah. a lot of it, including myself, I, like when I'm posting stuff, I just want to provide value mm-hmm. and maybe I need to slow down and figure out, well, what are my goals with it? I do have a day-to-day process where I have a general goal, but maybe writing those goals out would make it more specific, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, another mm-hmm. thing too is achieving those goals. I find that, Things work really well in 13 weeks, you know, like there's, there's three months, basically. Mm-hmm. And in three months is a small enough time to set some goals and to actually achieve some goals versus a one-year goal or a five-year goal. Because what happens usually right after three months, you said, oh, I, can, I won't veer off those goals too much, but now I can make a shift here or make a shift there. And uh, that seems to be working really well. But you had a great point. Everything you do, not just do because of the daily process, of course, you want to do A, B, and C to convert 
uh, some of those individuals to, to better conversations. But what specific goals should I obtain? You know, what, what do I really want to do uh, to make those habits? It's a great point, you know. You know, think about, you know, what, how, what, are, what are my client numbers? How many clients do I want to serve, yeah. you know, uh, in yeah. this program or, or annually? How much revenue do I, am I trying to make? Mm. And if you don't think about these things, you're going yeah. to keep missing your mark. Yeah. You're, you're going to gl- yep. glide right past it. Same thing with KPIs. How do I know when I'm doing, you know, well, what numbers do I need to see mm. in my business? What numbers should I even be monitoring? You know, I will tell you a little bit about my strategy just on LinkedIn portion. It's like figuring out um, where my communication channel paths are. So, mm-hmm. so oh, it's LinkedIn, but LinkedIn is huge. Mm-hmm. So how you communicate can be different channels. And so I have, of course, my show here. Right. I serve a larger, you know, a larger audience and I'll end up getting X amount of, of views on that and actually providing value to that audience. I consider that networking. Mm-hmm. So I have group networking. Other people show your your podcast in person networking. You know, all that stuff is group type of networking. Right. Then I have my actual post and then I have my conversations on my direct messages and I have overlap strategies, you know, mm-hmm. maybe from a post, a conversation to a DM if appropriate. And so having these strategies are really important because if that, you might as well just run out in the street and, and throw your hands up and like, you know, <laughs> everyone like me, come on, you know, get to know me. I want to be your friend, you know, and be a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> and I think with, you know, when you think about it, I think people aren't establishing a strategy because they don't know how. Right. They don't know how to sit down and really map out these things. And and that's when, uh, yeah. you know, having a coach comes in and, you, you know, and, and you may want to think about, you know, what are your goals for your business as well? And that's part of the planning part, because I had sticker shock and I had a, actually, I had a lot of shocks when I, you know, moved from my uh, career into business. Oh, was, yeah. You're referring to like how, like the cost of doing business. Uh, not the just, cost of marketing, the cost not of just that, but getting help, the, how, to do stuff. the the different elements, the fact that you know how important systems are. How because when you had a job, a lot of these things were just built into the to the business. Right, so you just I, you're just following the process they give you versus creating a process that will help you in your own business. Right, and I always say it's one thing to walk into something; it's another thing to develop. It's a whole different mindset. And so the planning helps you develop because, you know, Mm -hmm. when I first made the transition, you know, I underestimated how much it would cost because a lot of what does that is the information that you, you consume online. You, Mm -hmm. you, you're consuming, you're consuming and you're not taking the time to think. So, and um, also people want to work with you because there's a, there's a differentiation between you and this other person that does something similar to you. Mm-hmm. And you have to have that it factor. You have to have that thing that like, you know what? This is cool, but I'm going to go with Michelle because right. I like, and sometimes it's, it's almost intangible, you know, that intangible thing. But I believe Michelle, Michelle has helped X amount of people. And I'm sure that she can help me figure out some of these things. Because during this conversation, you've told me stuff that I kind of know, but by hearing it out of your mouth, I, I said, you know what? That should be a priority. You know, and so this is information that's ex- really valuable. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode and I hope you came away from that episode with a lot to reflect on. And just as a reminder, you can always visit ceoblueprintacademy.com. That's ceoblueprintacademy.com to see how you can work with me. So with that being said, that concludes this episode. Thank you once again for tuning in. And I can't wait for you to tune in to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. New episodes of the Boss Experience Podcast return in January, 2023. Take care and be well. Hey, it's Michelle here from the Boss Experience Podcast. Are you a coach, consultant, or other professional service provider trying to figure out where your next client lead is coming from? There are professionals on LinkedIn closing more deals than any other platform. You want to know why? People log on to Facebook and Instagram for social purposes. However, people come to LinkedIn for the sole purpose of networking with other professionals and doing business. When you implement a LinkedIn strategy correctly, it makes the difference between scrambling for your next client and having leads flowing into your business. So my friend, Troy Hippolito, just so happens to be a LinkedIn expert. And when you work with Troy, you get the exact formula to not just get a lead, but actual clients. So if you need a dedicated done-for-you service or just a blueprint to be effective on LinkedIn, Troy's got you covered. Just visit CEOGamePlan.com to schedule a free, no-obligation call with Troy to see how you can leverage LinkedIn for your business. Now back to the episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.